0: Hi, my name is Erica, and I'm a member of I Read the Whole Bible Every Year. Today, I'm going to be sharing with you my summary from today's reading, which is Exodus 35 through 40. I hope that what I share with you gives an accurate account of God's Word and that it blesses you and it blesses me and it blesses him. But before I get started let me say a prayer Father in heaven most righteous most holy God of Abraham Isaac and Jacob we give you glory honor and praise belongs to you we thank you for your grace and your mercy your everlasting love we thank you that you are Jehovah Jireh our provider Jehovah Nisi, our banner Jehovah Rapha our healer and Jehovah Shalom our peace I thank you that you are Emmanuel God with us I pray that everyone listening under the sound of my voice, that their lives are transformed, their minds are renewed, that wisdom, revelation, and understanding be received in Yeshua's name. Alrighty, so 35 through 40 is the last five chapters of the book of Exodus. And so this is really going to be going over the detailed account of the construction of the tabernacle and the new place where God will meet with his people and accompany accompany them to Canaan so starting right out the right off the bat in Exodus 35 the sabbath is emphasized here it is talking about For six days, for six days, work may be done, but the seventh day shall be a holy day for you. This is over in 35 verse 2, and it also says a Sabbath of complete rest to the Lord. So for six days, work may be done, but the seventh day shall be a holy day for you, a Sabbath of complete rest to the Lord. So whoever does any kind of work on that day shall be put to death. So you shall not kindle a fire in any of your your dwellings on the Sabbath day. So God was very, 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 or is very serious about the Sabbath day. And especially in those times, if you did any work, you were to be put to death. So, moving a little bit further down, uh, Moses goes over uh, with the congregation of the sons of Israel some of the things that the Lord had commanded that they should do. So, this is talking about the offerings. So, these were things that The children of Israel were to offer as an offering to God to supply the materials that was needed for the building of the tabernacle and the priestly garments for Aaron and his sons. So Moses goes into making an offering to the Lord and then the people offer what they could contribute to the building of the tabernacle so and, and the priestly garments. So you had gold, you had silver and bronze, blue, purple, and scarlet fabric, fine linen, goat hair, ram skin, dyed red and skins of porpoise and acacia wood. The acacia wood was very much used in different elements of the tabernacle. You had the olive oil for the lighting and the balsam for the anointing oil and for the fragrant incense. And then you had all the kind of stones that were to be set for the ephod and the breast piece of Aaron's garment. And then moving further down, um, the tabernacle workmen, it goes into explaining that every skill and every talent to man among you. Hey, God says come, and Moses says come and make everything that the Lord has commanded. So it goes into the different parts of the tabernacle, the different fittings, like for instance, it talks about the coverings and the hooks and the boards and the bars and the pillows and the sockets, all of the things, the carrying poles, uh, the curtains, the, that the the partition or the veil that was to be put up that would hang between the holy place and the holy of holies. So it's going into all of that right there. And there's a lot more detail, but of course, I'm not going to give you everything because I want you to read it for yourself. But this part right here, down in verse 20, and it starts to talks about the gifts that were received. And it says, then all the congregation of the Israelites left Moses' Presence And everyone whose heart stirred him and everyone whose spirit moved him came and brought the Lord offerings to be used for the tent of meeting. So a little further down in verse 25, it says all the skilled and talented women spun thread with their hands and brought what they had spun blue and purple and scarlet fabric and fine linen. So they were very, very gifted in different gifts that allowed them to help complete the building of the tabernacle. And then on down in verse 34, it says, He also put in Bezalel's heart the willingness to teach others the same skill both he and Oholiab, son of Ahissamach of the tribe of Dan. It said, he has filled them with skill to do the work of an engraver, of a designer, of an embroiderer in blue, purple and scarlet fabric and in fine linen of a weaver, makers of every work and embroiderers of excellent design. So pay attention to this name here. Um, Bezalel, could be Bezalel, and also the name Oholiab. These men and the others that they taught, God gifted them (laughs) with some incredible talent to be able to carry out what it is that he wanted to do. So over in chapter 6, it goes a little bit further into detail. I want to read this verbatim from Scripture because I love this part right here. So it says, um, Bezalel and Oholiab and every skilled person in whom the Lord has put ability and understanding to know how to do all the work in the construction of the sanctuary shall work according to all that the Lord had commanded. So Moses called Bezalel and Aholiab and every skilled person in whom the Lord had put ability, everyone whose heart stirred him to come do the work. They received from Moses all the offerings which the Israelites had brought for the construction of the sanctuary to prepare it for service, and they continued to bring him free will, which is voluntary, offerings every morning so they get all of these materials from from all the israelites i mean they're bringing all kinds of stuff and so now the construction can proceed so we do see that happening a little bit further down in uh, chapter 36 and then going over into 37 let me make we turn on my next page of notes keep up with myself <laughs> Um, in 37, so the construction is continuing. Everything is starting to, you know, come together. And let's see. What am I saying here? Um, I try to have my notes ready. (laughs) I guess I'm not a good note taker. But anywho, the construction is continuing. And we still see that, um, Bezalel is really, really heading this up. I mean, he's doing so much work um, according to the instructions that the Lord gave Moses. And then coming over to chapter 38, the tabernacle is completed. And going on further down, it goes into the cost of the tabernacle. And further down, it's still in in chapter 38. Well, actually, that's what mostly 38 is about. It's going to tell you um, the cost of it. And so what was happening was right there at verse 25, it says, "...the silver from those of the congregations who were assembled and counted was 100 talents and 1,775 shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary." a becca for each man that is half of a shekel according to the shekel of the sanctuary. For everyone who was counted from 20 years old and upward for 603,550 men. Can you imagine? Wow, that was some type of project. So, let's see. Did I want to say something else about the... Oh, okay. So that was 38. Let's go to 39. And over in 39, it's talking about the priestly garments. So right there in verse 1, it kind of starts to explain a little bit about it. It says, moreover, from the blue and purple scarlet fabric, they made finely woven garments for serving and ministering in the holy place. They made the holy garments for Aaron, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. And then it goes into detail about the garment for Aaron and his sons. Down in chapter 6, it starts to explain about the, the stones. So there were several types of stones. There were actually 12 stones set in the settings of the gold filigree, they were engraved as signets or engraved with the names of the 12 tribes of the sons of Israel. And it was, and he put them on the shoulders. So when they made this particular part of the garment that had the 12 stones, I believe it was the. want to say yeah, it was part of the ephod so there were as I said 12 stones and yes and he put them on the shoulder pieces of the ephod to be a memorial stone for the sons of Israel just as the Lord had commanded Moses so I was just trying to remember or actually find that in scripture because I like to say it for. Verbatim. Um, What else? And it just goes continually into talking about the different parts of Aaron's garment. Extensively goes into it. I mean, describes it in great in great detail. Down in verse thirty, it says they made the plate of the holy crown of pure gold and wrote on it an inscription, like the engravings of a signet, holy to the Lord. And then they tied a blue cord to it to fasten it on the turban, above, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. So, all the work of the tabernacle of the tent of meeting was finished. This is in thirty-nine, and the Israelites did all that the Lord had commanded Moses. This is what they did. So they brought the they brought the tabernacle to Moses for him to inspect. And then he inspected with a fine-tooth comb the tent and all his furnishings, his hooks, his frames, his boards, his bars, his support poles, his sockets or bases, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, down in verse 42, it says, after they had did all according to that the Lord had commanded Moses. Um, and he inspected it. Carefully, and behold, they had done just as the Lord had commanded. So had they done. So Moses blessed them. He blessed them because it was just as what the Lord wanted. And then coming over to verse 40, the tabernacle is erected. It says in verse 1 Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, On the first day of the first month, Abib. You shall set up the tabernacle of the tent of meeting of God with you. You shall place the ark of the testimony there. And you shall screen off the ark from the holy place of God's presence with the veil partition curtain. Let me check my notes to make sure that there wasn't something particular that I wanted to say. So they end up setting up the tabernacle and everything inside of it and Moses is in there just setting up everything. everything I mean he, like I said he goes into it goes into grave detail about setting everything up. And then the last portion of this we see, It talks about the glory of the Lord. It says, then the cloud covered the tent of meeting and the glory and brilliance of the Lord filled the tabernacle. So Moses was not able to enter the tent of meeting because the cloud remained on it and the glory and brilliance of the Lord filled the tabernacle. So, in all their journeys, whenever the cloud was taken up from over the tabernacle, the Israelites would set out. But if the cloud was not taken up, then they did not journey on until the day when it was taken up. For throughout all their journeys, the cloud of the Lord was on the tabernacle by day, and there was fire in it by night in the sight of all the house of Israel. I love the story and it's so much intricate detail in here, especially when it's talking about the tabernacle and it's talking about, I'm going back and I'm looking at, oh, it's in this other, I got quite a few Bibles sitting in front of me. But um, I love when he's, in my study Bible, it goes over the different names of the Ark of the Covenant, the Tent of Meeting, the Tabernacle, it goes over different names and what each one signifies. And it's just something that you wanna look further into. So what I gained out of this reading is, God is very detailed, He's very intentional, and when he gives instructions or if he's called you to do something, he is going to equip you by the leading of his spirit. He's going to give you knowledge. He's going to give you the skills. He's going to give you instructions. He's going to give you the gift to be able to carry out the order that he has given. And it's going to be perfect. You're going to be able to do it exactly like he has given it and so if god is the same yesterday today and forever just think of an occasion or a time in your life well where god is giving you instructions or he's giving you a special gift or skill to to build or to to make something i mean if you think about it people have all kinds of gifts especially when it comes to making or building things but there are certain things that were pertaining to the tabernacle that were not to be replicated because they were not for secular use. They were for a holy use. And so, God is holy and um, He loves His people. Israel, He He did all of this for, for Israel. And He's faithful, keeps, keeps his promise, and uh, he abode with them. He tabernacled with them. He, you know, made residency with them. And he was very, very merciful with them because, you know, they had made that golden calf, but he didn't turn his back on them, and he could have, but he remained faithful and true to the promise and the love that he has. For Israel, and it's likened to—he has a lot of compassion. There's a, for, that's what I want to say. And it's likened to a month the compassion that a mother has for a child. He has so much compassion for his people, and so because of that, he deserves all of our worship, all of our praise. So, this tabernacle was a place where God could, like I said from the beginning, that God could meet with His people, and they could worship him. So I love this Genesis and Exodus is you know the Old Testament. People sometimes want to do away with it. I don't see how, because it's you see the hand of God for real, for real, for real in these stories. Well my name is Erica again and I'm with I Read the Whole Bible Every Year. I'm gonna go ahead and end this podcast. Um, Join me on Tuesday. I'll be back as we are continuing reading the Bible. We will be in the book of Leviticus. Also check us out on other platforms like Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and then also check us out on our social media under the name. I read the whole Bible every year check out our website at ireadthewholebibleeveryyear.org. We do have an app. It's under the church app under the name Hosanna Jubilee Prayer Healing and Outreach Ministries. As well as we have a room on Clubhouse, and that club is called Doing Life God's Way. And we have the 40 Minutes of Worship room which we're almost going on two years that we've had that room so imagine all the content that we have there so um, we thank you for supporting this podcast hope that you're getting out something out of it but more importantly that we're encouraging you to, ha- to have a relationship with the word of God to have your own journey in scripture and to know that Yes, it can be a little bit of a daunting task at first. It can be difficult at first. But just be willing and ask the Holy Spirit to just join you in the journey. And it will become an enjoyable experience. So that's all I have for you today. Thank you again for supporting our podcast. And I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.